This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hark! Forsooth, and verily welcome ye all to the Old Literati Podcast, ye readings from ye greatest American novels never written. Verily, I'm Colin O'Brien. And perchance I be Michael Wolfe? Now betwixt ye all, who can dare to venture a perchance to wixt we be speaking such as ye? None of ye perchance have guesses? <gasps> well, ye answer is... Olden times. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Colin. We were speaking dumb to remind you all about the olden times. Now here at Literati, we have the newest and best writers of the 70s, 80s, 90s, and today to read for you. But did you know that people have been writing books for over 100 years? It's true. Even though it's hard, it's important to remember the past. Mostly so we don't forget how bad it was. Mm. Instead of lightweight Kindles, people carved books on large stone tablets that they were forced to carry on the train with them, and it was difficult. Very bad on your back. Yeah. In the past, women weren't treated as serious authors, and they could only publish romance novels. Unlike today, where men and women are equal, and sexism is not an issue, at least in my life anyway. In the past, overt sexuality was taboo in books. Today, I could say penis a thousand times into this microphone, and you'd get to sit there and happily listen for a whole hour. Oh, by the way, how did your one-man show go? Uh, it was fine. It got mixed reviews. Oh, yeah? Yeah, mostly uh, people were undecided if it was bad or very bad. Hmm. It was mostly. They probably didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah, probably. See how far we've come? However, as bad as the past was... We firmly believe the future will be even worse, especially with kids these days. Oh, yeah. Michael and I firmly believe that now is the only good time there is. <laughs> I mean, what's next? A whole book written entirely in emojis? <laughs> I mean, books are supposed to be literature. What's next? A book that's just a microchip you eat, and then it's a bunch of pictures of Harry Potter's kids floating around in your mind? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the way things are going, I wouldn't be surprised if someday there's a book that's just the word penis over and over like 2,000 times or something. <laughs> Just indulgent and vulgar. Oh, by the way, uh, how did your autobiography turn out? Well, it's done, uh, but uh, my publisher's not happy with it. Hmm. Too many pictures? No, it's, it's not the pictures. It's, it's more than just... The it's just penis just over and over. Yeah, penis. Just pe yeah. And you're breaking the mold. Yeah, I'm trying to prove a point, you know? Fortunately, we live in the here and now, and we're lucky enough to have the best podcast of all time for you today. You might be asking, oh yeah, what makes you two qualified? Well, I was a professor of comparative linguistics at Yale in my cousin's bad short film entitled Sex Professor. And I've received over 300 paper cuts on my body, some of them from books. Now that we've proven our qualifications, let's talk a little bit about the show you're about to listen to. Good idea. But why show these listeners what's in store when we could tell them? Exactly. <laughs> first things first, Literati is not some boring, stuffy education program anymore. 
we lost our accreditation with Columbia Community College. Yeah, apparently we were never accredited and encouraged our students to drink hard liquor during class. Oh, that does remind me, though. This is a great time to sit back in your easy chair and pour yourself a fine cognac or brandy. Or if you're listening while driving, just shotgun a beer. It's quicker. You don't, you know, don't take your hands off the steering wheel. Yeah, you can shotgun with one hand. Uh, We do find that the drunker our listeners are, the better the podcast is. Yeah, exactly. So this is kind of on you as much as it is on us. Yeah, if you don't like it, then maybe you weren't drunk enough. Yeah, maybe you're not pulling your own weight. Yeah, think about how you play a part. Yeah. Now, a lot of people ask us, do I have to read books to enjoy the podcast? Of course not. And in fact, we just found out due to some great analytics we got back that most of our listeners are foreign prisoners who are trying to learn English. Now, we do have a wonderful guest who we're very excited to present for you. But before we do, we wanted to use our platform as podcast hosts to, I don't want to say preach, but to use our platform of power to share a word of warning. Yeah, I mean, it's our duty as the intellectual elite of iTunes to... Be prophets of doom and the soothsayers of sadness. You know, America is at a real turning point. I don't want to get too political or ruffle anybody's feathers, but I think I'd be remiss if I didn't say there's an election going on. Michael! I'm sorry, but it's true. I'm not going to stay quiet. It's true. Okay, well, regardless, the future is very uncertain these days. In the tradition of George Orwell and Margaret Atwood... We have envisioned a terrifying dystopian future, and we'd like to present it for you here in a short play titled Future Tense. Okay, now in your mind, uh, it's totally black, so just just imagine. Shut your eyes. Shut your eyes, and it's all nothing. And And open your eyes. Ah, another terrible day in this cruel world. Life is so bad. So far from the utopia we were promised. You could even say that we're living in a... Non-topia. I work all day in the data mines, mining for data. And then I come home to my small, dirty New York apartment under a bridge. Also, I'm very sick. Not sure what I have, just sort of all over aching. I know, or distract myself from this awful reality by reading a book. <laughs> opening my book now. Oh, whoa, oh, I'm learning. Hey, you there, handsome peasant with the chiseled jaw and perfect abs. What is that? Huh? What? Why, it's nothing. You fool, don't you know that books are illegal? I'm bringing you down to the station to charge you with committing a think crime. But all I was doing was using my imagination to picture a better world for me and my 15 kids. And for that, you'll be sliced in half. That's what you get for being a free thinker. Should have just followed the crowd and kept your eyes glued to your Motorola Razor and playing Candy Crush and Snapchat like the rest of them. Oh boy. Life sure is hard here in the year 2016. Wow! Can you believe it? Those two guys were us the whole time. Now, while we did besmirch the youth of today only moments ago, 
There is one young writer we are particularly fond of here at the Literati Podcast. Our reader for you today is Cranberry Flamlin, a seventh grader currently taking a hiatus from middle school to promote her collection of erotic teen fiction called Old Enough to Party. A few facts about Cranberry. She just turned 12, but she's mature for her age. She wishes her name was Amanda, and her favorite food is shrimp cocktail. Please enjoy. The following is a chapter from my series of erotic teen fiction titled Old Enough to Party. This chapter is called Drake and the Middle School Dance. Please stop for a minute at that middle school we are driving past here in rural Pennsylvania, said Drake from the backseat of his lift limo. Yes, sir, Mr. Drake, stated his driver, named Jeff, with a G. What is going on in there, Jeff? Drake asked. It appears to be a middle school dance, sir. Would you care to attend? Yes, the gorgeous R&B music singer type replied. I'm feeling a little bit lonely tonight, and I have a feeling I might meet someone special there. Lauren Zawada, an 8th grader who always has something annoying to say, pushed up her B-cups to get Drake's attention, but Drake did not even see her as he walked right by her in her Ugg boots from last year. He walked right up to Amanda, who was standing all alone. My name is Drake, he declared cutely. What is yours? Amanda, retorted the girl. I am Spanish, Italian, and Jewish. Oh, cool, he replied. I am Canadian. Also, why are you alone? He questioned. She paused and laughed cutely. I don't know. Why are you alone, Drake? She flirted confidently. Because me and Rihanna broke up, he confessed. But I cannot understand why you are alone. You're such a pretty girl. He was right. Amanda was pretty in a very subtle way that not everyone understood. Just like her mother often told her. Drake took Amanda by the hand and they slow danced. Their bodies were almost touching, but the chaperone and gym teacher, Mr. Cherry, did not enforce the 12-inch rule. He saw how important this was to Amanda and Drake. At that moment, Mr. Cherry decided to give Amanda an A. <laughs> I'm so glad I requested my Lyft driver to stop in Landenburg, Pennsylvania, uttered Drake. I wanted to tell you that you are very different from the Los Angeles girls I've met, but in a good way. Would you want to be in my next music video? Yes, Amanda answered. But first, I must ask you something that has also been on my mind. Am I being punked? I would never punk you, Drake announced. Aston Kutcher and I are not even that close. Besides, I'm in love with you. They Frenched for almost 20 seconds. And Amanda gave birth to a beautiful baby girl nine months later. Soon after, Drake rated his Lyft limo driver 11 stars and drove back to Hollywood. Eighth grade was gonna be amazing. <laughs> the end. Make sure you buy my book or I'll lock myself in the bathroom again. Wow. Cranberry Flanlin, thank you so much. Thank that was you. an incredible story. Yeah, fantastic. I yeah. wrote it. We know, yeah. That's why we're. That's why we have you here to talk about it. Yeah, we're so 
So thrilled. Sorry if I'm a little shy. My uh, one of my goals in life was to be used to like have a podcast, and I'm just like starstruck right now. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, that's so cool. Do you um, have any other goals or is that's podcast- it? That's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you could do a podcast from your phone. You could record it on your laptop. I guess that's true, but I would know that I'm a phony, and I just couldn't handle that. Oh, I, don't, I don't think that's yeah, true. No, I don't think so. No, it it is true. Okay. Well, is it true? Are you a phony? <laughs> no, I'm not. That's what I'm trying to say, oh, that I'm okay. not. Oh, no, I thought you said you were a phony. I just want to remind you that I'm only 12, and no, if know. you come at me like this, I will get really upset. Okay, you know what? Let's all, I think let's all de-escalate. Let's take one big step back and say, Cranberry, you wrote a great story, and you're 12 years old. That's awesome. Yeah. Was this a school project or a personal project? This was a personal project. Hmm, cool. That's great. I was really inspired. Um when I saw a music video Drake did and I was like I think had my sexual awakening pretty early. Okay. Like um, in the morning or Yeah, it was like pretty in, early in like, the morning. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Okay, cool. Just uh, okay. Um I don't want to talk too much about the sexual awakening of a twelve year old. I'm mature for my age, so sure. I can handle it. Okay. Um I just want to talk about what's your life like? Because I think um a lot of our a lot of the writers we have on the show are older and Worse, and I think you bring a really great young new voice to this. New, so. An energy mm. about you, yeah. Thank you. I am twelve, so it's easy to be energetic. Yeah, and so twelve. What is that? Middle school? Yeah, I am. I'm in seventh grade, and okay. I'm currently taking a hiatus uh, to to tour for my book. Which oh, so you're. You're allowed to do that? You're, do you have to like get a note or tell your teachers? Um, mm-hmm. My teachers love me and they were kind of just like, we believe in you and you can do whatever you want and we'll support you and we'll lie to the principal and say you've been here the whole time. That's great. I, oh. I never felt like my teachers had my back. I feel like they were more like disciplinary, like sort of like just stay put, be quiet. Yeah, I was homeschooled uh, and also an orphan. So where Who was, were you where homeschooled was, yeah. by? Uh, just sort of, um, well, in the basement where I grew up, there was a big box of encyclopedias and yearbooks. So I just sort of pieced, pieced it all together. What's your favorite volume? Uh, probably G. G. Good okay. times. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I learned about, uh, geodes, geodes, geology, geckos, gravel, gravel. Geckos. geckos. Yeah. Yeah. Could you sort of paint us a picture of the life of a seventh grader in today's modern world? I'm sure things are different now. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I can't really even accurately tell you what it's like because i did a week of seventh grade and then my book went viral and i've been on tour ever since um and i should be starting eighth grade in like a week um but i'm just not going to um my teacher is still like you know we, we love you i'm like well we'll just tell everyone you've been here and you'll be able to go to high school whenever you want but basically like a day in the life of me is like i wake up around like 10 and and i go downstairs and i'm like mom make me breakfast you know like i i get breakfast and and then my mom is also my assistant my manager and um and i like to say that i'm her boss and it's really fun for me um so that sounds fun for both of you yeah you start your day out by yelling at your mom well it's more like being firm oh yeah you gotta be well it's an employee relationship yeah 
Right. She's not a great assistant. Um, She's pretty bad at it, actually. Um, But yeah, I usually uh, have breakfast and then I'll I'll ask her to, or I guess, you know, I'll be like, let's go shopping or anything like that. And then we'll have to go to a bookstore so I can do a reading. Mm. And um, I sit in the back seat and make her drive me there. Mm. And I... I also make her wear gloves and a little hat. Yeah. Just so she, she looks more like a driver. Yeah. And you'll find that as a theme through my stories as well. There's always a Lyft driver. I just think it's such a great company. Oh, that's cool. That's just a conclusion you came to on your own? Yeah. I took a Lyft, a Lyft car once and I was like, this is really cool. And you could pay through your phone. I want to uh, uh, jump back a little bit to, you said your book went viral. Is that is yeah. that the new, because I've, you know... My uh, Michael and I are a little bit from an older generation. Yeah, where, you know, there's like fifteen and yeah, Colin seventeen. Yeah, there were like you know New York Times bestsellers and things like that. Do books go viral the same way? Like, is New York videos? Times bestseller like a store? Basically, uh, I put everything on Tumblr. Okay. And I have like four point five million followers on Tumblr, and they all love my stories, and that's where it went viral. I heard that part of the reason it went viral was also because of a, a legal battle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of the celebrities don't like me using their real names in the stories. Um, uh-huh. But luckily, my dad is a lawyer. Oh, wow. And uh, he stood Does up he for also me. work for you? Yes. Okay. He is, so you're the boss. You of have a, your dad on retainer? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Good. You got it. Yeah. Um, so he had to make an appointment with me. And that's when we discuss legal matters. And it, there's a lot of discussion about it because I, I very often um, divulge personal information because I've met yeah. a lot of these celebrities. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I seek them out. What does that Mostly look like? Mostly in court? Uh, a lot of it is in court. Yeah. yeah. And I'll, I'll just sort of, you know, after the, the trial, I'll sort of follow them around. That's just a be good like, way to meet your heroes. Yeah, exactly. And they're all usually pretty nice because I am 12. Just to remind you, um, and they feel really bad. They're like, even though you th- spilled all my secrets and wrote, you know, kind of erotic things about me, <laughs> it's, it's, they're still nice to me and they'll always sign anything I give them. Like an affidavit? Yeah. That's great. Now, I obviously, being an orphan, didn't know my parents, but I like to think that my dad was a pilot and that in another life I could have flown anywhere in the world yeah. for free. Well, they would sometimes show up at the orphanage and look at you and say, still no, and then walk away. Yeah. Did you know Um, that at the time? I did know because they made a big show of it. Yeah. Uh, They called it Michael's No Day. Uh, Yeah, they'd make you come out and do a little performance for them. Yeah, it was sort of like, you know how you have finals in high school or finals? No, okay. Well, you will soon. Uh, I would once or twice a year have to kind of do a written exam and uh, performative, kind of like a a beauty pageant for my parents to see if they desired to love me. And then the bad thing is that that sort of inspired um, other people's parents to do that too. I'd dance around and I'd do a little puppet show and I'd try and recite all of the G encyclopedia from memory and uh, uh, they, they, uh, <laughs> they'd all leave. Well, There's I stopped listening me. about a minute ago, but mm. um, I just did want to say that I probably won't have to go to high school because uh, I'll have a podcast by then. So in this podcast world, would this be celebrity focused? Would it be writing focused? I mean, we don't need any competition. Lord knows. I mean, ideally, it would just be all about me and there would be celebrity guests and we would just talk about my life and things like that. 
the, your celebrity guests would come on your podcast to talk about your life. Yeah, they would ask, they would interview me and like ask me questions. That's a fun twist on an interview show, I think. Yeah. Because usually you're talking about the celebrities and it's like, who cares? Right, who I cares? I see that's, enough of them. That's not fun. Everybody yeah. knows everything about them, but yeah. not everyone knows everything about Cranberry Flamline, yeah. which is me. And uh, Colin and I sort of have a fun little surprise. Uh, we have a program we call Wishmakers where we take the dreams of young people and we make them come true. So without further ado, we want to let you know that we're going to do a brand new, our very first segment of Wishmakers, and we're going to let you pretend to host a podcast. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, our producer said no, but we said get bent. Yeah. Yeah, get bent. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> okay, really? don't cry. It's okay, you're crying and sweating a lot. Yeah, I get when I get emotional, I get very, very sweaty. Would you like a water or a... just a towel? Okay, let me. There you go. Oh, I soaked through. That was a black towel, and now it's clear. <laughs> that's that's how water and towels work. Uh, well, uh, let's yeah. turn the reins over to you. You can go ahead and we'll uh, literati on pause. And now you're yeah. listening to the cranberry flannel. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh. Will one of you pretend to be a celebrity? Yeah. We can, okay. yeah, we can both. Yeah, we'll both be topical current celebrities. Yeah. Okay, great. Exactly. Okay. Old Enough to Party. Hi, and welcome to Old Enough to Party with Cranberry Flamlin. I'm Cranberry Flamlin, and I'm here to interview celebrities, to interview them about interviewing me. So here we have our first guests on the podcast. Introduce yourself. Hi, y'all. I'm Frank Sinatra. I'm old Jack, singing Jack from back in the day. Wait, wait. I don't know who that is. Oh, um, Frank Sinatra, big like uh, I think he's Italian, Italian American. Uh, he sang "My Way" or "The Highway." And I'm Walter Matthau. No, the math. No, but like I don't know who they are. Oh, you want it more contemporary? Up. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, I can do this. Okay, and uh, now we're introducing my guest for my very first podcast uh hi guys what's up introduce yourself like a virgin touched for the very first time hi i'm madonna that's the Katy perry song and no. i'm american mick jagger you guys how am i give us a name I, i'm sorry i yeah. thought that that's as contemporary as i can go i don't want to i'm embarrassed now i don't know okay um let's try it again let's try it again okay. um Think of somebody good, somebody <coughs> current. The year's 2016. Oh, okay. Obviously, I got this. <clears throat> oh, there's too many chocolates going down the line. I gotta put them all in my mouth. Ooh, Ricardo. If you guys don't pick someone that I know in the next 30 freaking seconds, okay, um, I'm gonna <clears throat> call my dad and he's gonna sue you for everything you're worth. I'm the sweet life of Zach, and this is my brother Cody. Yeah. Hey, Cody over here. Wow, you guys are so hot. Did you know that? Yes. Mm -hmm. We're hot little boys. So, uh We grew up in an elevator. That's so cool. I was I grew up in an elevator. So, if I'm thinking going about this, up. going up, going down on me, <laughs> erotic. Okay. A fun thing about this podcast is that you guys as celebrities actually get to interview me. Yeah. So, what questions do you have? Uh which was your favorite episode of our Disney show? Uh it's probably the one uh where you come out of the elevator for the first time. Yeah, and we, we you're call like, that coming out. Coming out, yeah. And you're like, let's play sports, but you still try and play it in the elevator. And everyone's like, no, the field is over here. And you guys are like, that's so big. How are we supposed to find the goal? <laughs> Did you know we're twins? <laughs> oh my God, now I don't know which one's which. Wait. Wait, we're going we're gonna to do a little... 
Okay. Switch. Okay. We're gonna move. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna move. Uh, oh. uh. Now can. <laughs> do you know which is which? Are you back? No. Oh, you tricked me. <laughs> that was a really fun game. Cranberry, what's your favorite subject in school? Um, I really, really, really liked history because uh, my teacher would never show up. Oh, yeah. I liked history because I like to learn about all the wars and study the charismatic leaders and try to be like them. Why don't they have like a future class? All this talk about history. Let's talk about the future. That's a really interesting idea. Um, but if we could focus the podcast more about me, because I'm the host and you're supposed to be. Why you didn't know. your teacher ever show up? What happened? To I think he actually passed away and no one knew. So the kids just sort of like covered? Yeah. See, the thing about my school is we all have each other's back and we'll just sort of like lie for each other and, you know. So like what would ha- like if the, the principal would come in to like check on the class, like would the kids have to pretend to be the teacher? Yeah. So it was this kind of thing where like anytime we heard the principal coming, we'd be like, the principal's coming. And then we'd just sort of like throw all of, uh, you know, our artwork or, you know, instruments in a closet and, you know, pull down like fake walls to cover up all the chalkboard stuff we had up. And, and then the principal would come in and be like, everything okay in here? And then he'd be like, oh, it looks, looks great. And then- Because you like pulled the map exactly. down over the chalkboard where you'd drawn inappropriate stuff. Erotic drawings yeah. of celebrities. Things like that. So it's- <laughs> pretty cool that is pretty cool hey cranberry what are your three favorite drugs um definitely advil nyquil and hmm, i guess dayquil too it's pretty good hey colin i feel like i am just drowning over here i do not know I this don't character know who cody is i know it's a show that was on tv at yeah. some point but i don't know who these people really are yeah I don't, yeah, like who they are in their soul. And also, Cranberry's been Snapchatting this whole time, and I don't know if she's even really looking at us. What is that? It's a, you don't know what Snapchat is? No. It's like a video, it's like a video and messaging app for like recording short. (sighs) I also don't know, uh, but I'm bad at it. And the one time I used it, my phone got a virus and got too hot. Hey, Vac, Cody. What's up? Um, So I've decided that I want to ask you guys. With like a couple questions. Oh, whoa. Go for it. Yeah. So um, I obviously know everything about you um, Mm -hmm. because I'm such a huge fan. So do we. But why don't don't you tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself? Sure thing. We're identical twins and we're still connected by an umbilical cord. Mm -hmm. Doctors want to separate us and we say, no way. Hands off. Yeah. I'm not going to get rid of my one free belt. (laughs) Oh, Okay. Here's another fun fact. Okay. One of us is in the Aryan Brotherhood. But you'll never guess who, because we're going to switch. <laughs> switch, 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 switch. This is switch. crazy. There are actually things that I didn't know about you, and no. I pretty much know everything. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's fun having one brother. It's like, brotherhood is a whole bunch of brothers. If yeah. one is good, a whole bunch of brothers must be great. And there's actually some really interesting writing about um, how uh, the Aryan race is kind of really the only race that's made major contributions to is, the world. Is Where is Aria? Is Aria a is, place? It's just above Asia. Okay. Oh, I was going to ask the if area the Aryan race was a boy band. No, you're is, thinking of the Backstreet Boys. I don't know who that is. Well, listen, Cranberry, it has been such a pleasure 
having you on oh you know what we should have you end your podcast and then we'll end our podcast oh yeah okay hey everybody thanks for tuning in to old enough to party i've been cranberry flamlin and turn in next week for another episode starring another great celebrity asking questions about me cranberry flamlin cody out zach bye-bye Hey, everybody. Uh, this has been another episode of the Literati Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you to our guest, Cranberry Flamlin. Thank you for having me, and um, I'll, I'll see you guys uh, at the podcast awards, probably. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Do you need us to um, get you to the train, or how are you mm, getting home? I'm going to call a lift. Oh, okay. okay, that checks out. Well, now that Cranberry Flamlin is being safely carried home in her unmarked white van that we assumed was her lift, sadly, that brings this episode to a close. Mm, all good things must end, but we're so happy to have you listening at home and to our guest, Cranberry Flamlin, for joining us on this Literati podcast. Now, we have some news that sounds like a joke, but is in fact real. If you're listening on the week that this was released... This weekend, you can come out to some live events where we will be performing and curating some really great shows in conjunction with the Brooklyn Book Festival. That's right. We have two shows, one Saturday, the 17th of September at Union Hall from 3 to 5.30 p.m. Yep. It is a comedy book fair. There's going to be a lot of great comedic authors, some published, some un- unpublished. We've and... got Lorelai Ramirez, Josh Johnson, Bowen Yang, Brett Davis, a reductress, Jim Twos, Anna Fabrega, Tim Platt, and many more who are going to be reading. And it's going to be a real book fair where you can walk around and buy books that are both published and unpublished. It's going to be a really good time. And then we have a second show the following day, September 18th. Uh, what are the times there? That is a 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. And this is a bookend event of the festival, um, which means that they probably did not read our pitch uh, or they would not have <laughs> let us put this show on. And that's going to be in Columbus Park, a great outdoor venue. It's going to be really fun. And we're going to have stand-up performances by Phoebe Robinson, who wrote You Can't Touch My Hair, Isaac Oliver, author of Intimacy Idiot, Bonnie McFarlane, author of You're Better Than Me, and Joel Kim Booster, author of Kate and Sam Are Not Breaking Up. These are real authors and great comedians. Yep. It's called A Novel Comedy Show, and that is Sunday, September 18th. 2016. So please come check it out. And if you're listening uh, 10,000 years in the future, just know that this was a huge turning point for culture. Yeah. And we had a really great time and wish you could have been And there. that's where you met your wife, right? Yeah. And we're so happy. And yeah. How is Cindy Crawford? She's, she's great. She's great. Uh, we're having a real good time. Just, you know, uh, every day is a new adventure for us. You know, that's so cool. Yeah. It was a big day for me, too. Because you got to meet Cindy Crawford. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com.